Previously on Crossover. Hello and welcome to Crossover. One man's journey journey of sobriety while talking about TV. I'm your host, Nicholas Margellos. Each week I dive. Each week I dive into the television canon of two or more television shows. Each week I dive into the television canon. And I discover what the crossover means for each show's universe. Discover what also their character means for each show's universe. And I do all of this while completely sober. 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 Welcome to the first episode of this new show of mine. I, I hope that you enjoy it. This is uh, sort of the example of how not to do a crossover. I'm going to, to try to get back on this bandwagon. I did. Well, I, I didn't get drunk per se, but I, I did drink some beer, and it, it's tough for a multitude of reasons. Brandon is ugly naked guy Newman, and it's easier to just drink away your problems. Towards like my senior year of high school, like I really fell into uh, a very deep depression, and, and then soon after that, I I found drinking, and, and drinking was this thing that sort of gave me confidence again. And so, as a child, I was very creative, but then. I slowly became this person who's like very anxious all the time and I lost a lot of my confidence. Well, so it's, I mean, it's a long story, but essentially like the other day I saw like this caution tape around this like cave here in Iowa and I found this like glowing rock and I'm looking stuff up about it. It's like called Amor Smoke or something like that. Pretty much ever since last episode, it has been like glowing. I don't know, it's like glowing like different colors and it's humming like this noise that you're hearing and I don't know what. What the hell? Who are you? Hello, Nikolai. Very nice to see you. You, you look, you look like me. How, 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 how did, how, how did you get here? I'd love to simply kill you, but I was thinking that you'd enjoy watching the end of the multiverse. Thanks to you finding that final Amherstone egg. All right, all right, let's get out of here. Backpacks have portals in them. This is like a universe where Steve did the podcast. Like, look, look, he's he's doing the episode. That's I could find that egg. I bet I could get back to my world, and I, I bet you would also stop this evil guy because he was saying like, I don't know, he said something about uh, because he has the egg now he can stop the universe. How do I understand you? What do you? No, no, what do you mean I'm not gonna remember? No, 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 please, please, if I'm, 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 if I'm being a hero, I need to know, I want, I need to remember, don't let me forget, don't let me forget. Hello and welcome to Crossover. One man's journey of sobriety while talking about TV. I'm your host, Nicholas Margellos. Each week I dive into the television canon of two or more television shows. I then watch a crossover event of the shows and I dissect it and discover what the crossover means for each show's universes, but also the characters. And I do all of this while completely sober. Today's episode, season 13, episode 16 of Supernatural, a crossover event with the other hit Warner Brothers show about attractive people solving supernatural mysteries, Scooby-Doo. In an episode obviously called Scooby Natural. Now. 
Welcome to the first episode of this new show of mine. I, I hope that you enjoy it. Um, being sober for me uh, was always something that I had wanted to do, and I needed more of a reason than, uh, you know, it's good for you. So I thought uh, do it for the podcast seemed uh, like a better way to go. Um, I'm just uh, cracking open uh, a LaCroix, a LaCroix. However, however you want to say it. Um, people have so many opinions about LaCroix, 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 LaCroix. Uh, you know, people say like it's, it's a hipster thing. You know, people say it has no flavor, and and and, and I'll admit that. They're like that's that that's valid. I you know I I don't drink Lacroix for the flavor. I you know I I enjoy the carbonation a lot. Um, I'm someone that loves to drink beer, um, and, and uh, I also have a hell of a problem with acid reflux, and so. Um, when instead of coming home and, and drinking a beer, I can have a Lacroix. It's 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 a plus. You know it's. You know, it's, I've already taken out, you know, whatever it is, like six slices of bread, whatever a beer is, you know, out of my diet. And, um, and then anything that can help me burp and, and get rid of that pain of acid reflexes is, is, is a plus in my book, at least. Back when I was living in Chicago, we didn't always have like the cleanest water in the apartments that I lived in. Uh, it was usually pretty warm too. It, you know, the, the cold faucet never really got that cold. Um, and I never went out of my way to buy like an ice cube tray or anything like that i should have I, I never did though I, I was never that smart um so it was just easier to to, to drink beer for me at least and, and and that's what i did um you know i mean that's what i mean that's what um people used to do back in the olden days too you know i mean they they would you know like beer was uh they drank it often because it was you know they knew it was like sterilized and it was clean um, cause sometimes the beer, uh, you know, they, you know, they boil the beer with, and it turns it, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know, I don't know that much about beer. I, I wish I did. I'm trying to, I'm always trying to learn just about things in general. They even had like, I remember back in the old days, they had like, you know, kid beer or like table beer. And it was like, uh, it was like, you know, 2% alcohol or whatever. And that way, you know, you could have it, uh, for dinner and, and, and you know, they didn't have to worry about the water poisoning them or anything, something, you know, whatever. And, um, and, and of course that's what living in Chicago is like, um, it's like living in uh, 1500 BC. Um, I mean, I, I didn't even know that I had a acid reflex, uh, when I was younger, I just, I, I would go online and type like my throat hurts. I feel like I need to puke, you know, and I, I didn't know what this problem was that I was having. I didn't know what the feeling was. I didn't know why it was happening. Um, I, I just didn't know what acid reflux was at all. I, I figured it was something that much older people have to deal with, uh, not myself. Um, it wasn't until one time where I drank like a shit ton of root beer that uh, I, I and, and, and the burps like they weren't coming out. And, and I finally realized something's uh, like physically wrong here. Like I have to figure this out. And, um, and then along came, uh, you know, seltzer water, sparkling water, whatever you want to call it. And, and it's a, it's a godsend, you know, it's, it allows you to get those, those good old burpees out. Um, I should probably also do, um, some burpees. I'm trying to lose some weight now that I'm on this diet. Um, I, I mean, I'll talk about that another day. I, I haven't really gotten too much into it yet, but, um, look, I mean, it's, I, Here's my problem. My my problem is that people really rag on me about LaCroix. Um, but unless you can give me something that um, 
is more cost effective than LaCroix because like I even tried because like again like I, I agree that the flavor isn't that great but you can't buy like just regular seltzer water for that great of a price you know what I mean unless unless you want to like install a uh like a carbonated water system into your house but like I don't own a house I have an apartment I can't exactly uh, do that so uh, until I get a house maybe then I'll, I'll have something like that that's a little bit more cost effective but as of now as I live in my apartment I will continue uh, to just buy LaCroix because it, it distracts me from beer um, distracts me from how boring water is it's cheaper than the seltzer and the mineral waters and um, and uh, I'm happy with it you know it's it's I'm going to kick my beer habit uh, one LaCroix at a time uh, and I don't uh, I don't care what people think about it um, that's you know that's not true I do care in order to truly understand this crossover we have to go back to the year 1970 January 10th 1970 to be exact um, this is when a night of fright is no delight first aired um it's the 16th episode of scooby-doo where are you uh the episode basically is about um the scooby gang hanging out in a mansion so scooby can win some money from uh, no joke uh, a man named colonel sanders he's a uh, eccentric billionaire whose life scooby saved a few years back attention everybody as you all know, I am Cosgood Creeps, attorney of the late Colonel Sanders. My partner, Mr. Crawls, couldn't make it tonight. Creeps and Crawls? They sure picked the right lawyers for this job. <laughs> Colonel Sanders was a bit hard, and his only instructions were to play this record for you. Greetings, y'all! Cousin Simple, Nephew Normal, Sweet Cousin Maldehyde, Cousin Slicker, and my old friend Scooby-Doo. Now that you're all here, might as well get down to the nitty-gritty of inheriting my fortune. You're going to receive an equal share of the million dollars providing you spend tonight here in the old family mansion. That shouldn't be too hard. The house is haunted. Who? Oh, haunted? Yes, haunted. And those of you that don't stay, his share of the fortune will go to the others. Now, good night and pleasant dreams, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but there's two uh, scary phantoms uh, that are trying to uh, scare everyone out of the house. Um, it's a it's a classic Scooby Doo episode. Um, I forgot that Scooby Doo had like a laugh track. Um, it's it's very silly. It's very fun. It almost kind of kind of feels like a sketch show sometimes. Like it's like, all right, what are you know the what kooky idea you know is is Scooby and Shaggy gonna come up with next? Like at one point, um, you know Scooby and Shaggy like dress up as women and they have like a record player with them. And, and they start, like, dancing with the phantoms. It doesn't always completely make sense. But, um, of course, all of the classic elements of a Scooby-Doo episode are there. You know, we find out that the phantoms aren't real. Well, there they are, Sheriff. Mr. Creeps and his partner, Mr. Crawls. 
they were trying to scare all the heirs off the island. Then no one would spend the night, and they would keep control of the fortune. Here it is. It all belongs to you now, Scooby. One million dollars. Huh? Oh, no! Wouldn't you know it? All in Confederate money. How do you like that? We spend a night of fright for some worthless money in a haunted house that wasn't even haunted. I don't know if his, you know, I don't know if that's exactly true. Um, I guess in the 1970s it might have been, but like, there are some people that would pay a pretty penny for um, some Confederate dollars in in our current times. So you know, I mean, granted, Scooby uh, wouldn't be rich at the time, but hang on to that. If it's in mint condition, you know, a $500 Confederate dollar will be worth you know two hundred dollars in today's time so you know i mean that's that's got to add up you know that's got to do something i mean that's practically a third of a million dollars there you know i mean that's well really it's two-fifths of a million dollars right something like that i don't know anyway um so that's kind of the that's kind of this first episode uh, that you have to understand exists that's out there and, I, and i'll come back to why it's important but first, we have to um, talk about now Supernatural. So Supernatural uh, is in its 13th season. Um, it, it, the year is now 2018. It's about 50 years since that Scooby-Doo episode that I talked to you about. We open on the Supernatural guys fighting this giant uh, plush dinosaur in a pawn shop. Uh, as a reward, uh, they are given... Um, a TV. So the, you know, they defeat this dinosaur monster goon thing in this pawn shop and, and the pawn shop owner says, Hey, you can have this TV, uh, and you're welcome. And, um, and, uh, they take the, um, TV back to their place, to their home. And, and they're, you know, they got this whole little man cave set up and, uh, and they get sucked into, uh, the TV uh, and uh, they realize they are now in that episode of Scooby-Doo. They are now in A Night of Frights is No Delight. Um, so it's some sort of, they're in a new universe, but they're in the TV, they're in the television show, but they're interacting with the characters, and, and the, the storyline is now changing. So, that you know, they, they realize that they are cartoons. You're a cartoon! I'm a cartoon! Um, they see the mystery machine. That, 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 that's, uh, that's, that's the mystery machine. Uh, they see the Scooby gang. Scooby and the gang. These guys, are, they're our freaking role models, man. Just think about it. We do the same thing. We go to spooky places. We solve mysteries. We fight ghosts. Yeah, except our ghosts don't wear masks. And we don't have a talking dog. I don't know. Mikaas is kind of like a talking dog. They realize they're, you know, in a certain episode. Dean remembers which episode because he's such a huge fan of... Uh, Scooby-Doo, and they used to watch it all the time as kids, and um, Dean is uh, aggressively trying uh, to fuck Daphne. Uh, oh. uh, I'm Dean. It's my brother Sam. Mind if we join you? Of course not. There's plenty of room. I'm Fred. This is Velma, Shaggy, Scooby, and Daphne. Oshante. Um, it, and it's it's one of the most off-putting things of the whole episode. Um, but, uh, but we're, we're just, we're just getting started, really. Of course we know you. You guys are famous. 
<laughs> like the only thing we're famous for is our eating skills. Yummy, yum, yum. So, looks like you guys are celebrating something? We are. We just found out that Scooby's been named as one of the heirs to a fortune, left to him by an old southern colonel. Scooby saved him from drowning in a fish pond. I'm very well. <laughs> okay, okay. But he's dead now, right? Uh, yeah, that cancer. Uh, eventually, they tag along with Scooby and the gang. They, they realize that um, maybe in order to break this curse, they are going to have to sort of uh, play their part uh, in this Scooby-Doo mystery. Eventually, they end up heading to this mansion uh, of Colonel Sanders, and they are, they're going to stay the night um, with the Scooby gang, and, and Dean is trying to... Uh, uh, share the room with Daphne, um, but obviously Daphne makes a joke, uh, you know. So, Daphne, old drafty house, let's say you and I bunk together. Oh, Dean, boys and girls don't sleep in the same room, silly. Come on, Velma. I think what's interesting here is the people, the Warner Brothers people behind, you know, like, hey, we're allowing this crossover to happen, were clearly very direct that they wanted uh scooby to stay stay natural like they didn't want uh they didn't want you know velma to be you know uh using a shotgun or you know trying to kill anyone they, they, they make a lot of jokes out of that as like the meat of the episode is here are these two characters that are dark and gritty and they have this uh show that is oftentimes of people burning alive and uh, having their head chopped off, stuff like that. And and they're trying to not have that be, they don't want that to blend over into the uh, Scooby-Doo universe so much. And, 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 it's, and that's valid because it is like off-putting to see um, things like Dean trying to uh, have sex with Daphne, even though you know she gets down with Fred uh, sometimes. Uh, later on in the episode, there's a moment when... Um, Sam and Dean uh, sort of explain to the Scooby gang that um, the reason things are, are different is because um, ghosts are, in fact, real. And, and and the Scooby gang has a reaction that, at least to me, was very off-putting. Dean, we have to tell them the truth. What truth? The truth about the Phantom. Look. This Phantom isn't like other ghosts you've faced. He's real. He is a real ghost. Huh? Um, uh, I'm not totally following you. Look, that isn't a guy in a mask and a costume. It's a vengeful spirit that's come back from the dead. That's the truth. So, everything you told me, it's true? Mm-hmm. Werewolves? Vampires? Demons? Mm-hmm. I thought I was blind without my glasses, but I was just blind. Oh, how could I be so stupid? Uh, well, I mean... We've been stopping real estate developers when we could have been hunting Dracula? Are you kidding me? My life is meaningless! If there are ghosts, that means there's an afterlife! Heaven! Hell! Am I going to hell? We told you every freaking time! But did you ever listen to Scoob and me? No! We do! So yeah, so like things are are kind of weird. Shaggy's broken his arm um, from falling out of a window, and in the in the original episode, this doesn't really uh, affect him at all. But in 
in the this this crossover now things are are affecting these characters in a, in a slightly different way. <laughs> Shaggy, are you okay? Like, do I look like I'm okay? It appears his arm is broken. What? That's the I have jumped out of a biplane in a museum and was fine. How did this happen? Um, and so uh, the Scooby Gang realizes that. Um, the only way to defeat these phantoms in this uh, mansion is to team up uh, with the supernatural guys. But how? We don't know the first thing about fighting real ghosts. We don't have the proper tools or weapons. That's okay. We do. Here, Velma, take this. Sam, are you crazy? I can't use this stuff. That's a Scooby-Don't. Dean, we've got to do something. I mean, you guys are amazing. Thank you, Fred. But we can help. We have to. Right, you can. So they set up a trap. You know, they there's you know like some 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 sort of like holy sand uh, that they put in a circle, and, and they have the the ghost go you know into this circle, and he can't really escape. And and the the ghost, this phantom, uh, reveals himself to be this uh, like little kid. I think what the show is kind of sort of trying to do is, is do um, death of childhood, death of uh, of death of like sincereness, maybe, you know, something along those lines, because, you know, they're showing this like kid who, you know, is now this ghost and, and he, uh, he doesn't exactly really know what to do. But wait, why are you trying to kill us? I'm not. I never wanted to hurt anyone. But the bad man, he makes me. The bad man? His name is Jay. The dude from the pawn shop. When I died, my soul was tied to a pocket knife. My dad gave it to me. It meant everything. When Jay found me, he used me to... Sometimes I just get so angry. Break things. Hurt people. But I don't want to. I just want to see my dad again. I'm sorry. It was wrong of him to do that. None of this was your fault. Look, if you get us back to the real world, we can set you free. Do you promise? Cross my heart and hope to do... <clears throat> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but then also, um, Sam and Dean, and also uh, this other character named Castile is there. He's a kind of a reoccurring, but also a very common character from the show. Um, he's a, an angel, as you could guess by the name Castile. So uh, Sam, Dean, Castile, and this uh, phantom angel, demon, whatever, ghost, uh, they decide to trick the Scooby gang into thinking that uh, the, the actual phantom was, in fact, a criminal arrested uh, for tax evasion. You know, So the Scooby-Doo gang once again believe that uh, there is no such thing as phantoms, and, and they go back to their merry ways. They're not um, sort of driven by uh, this uh, idea that there uh, is real monsters out there. Like I said, like that's a lot of what the show is doing. It's it's going, uh, hey, you know Shaggy and Scooby Doo, but what if um you know Velma holds a shotgun, or what if one of them says the f word, or what if one of them has sex with one of them? What if you know it's kind of like stuff like that. They're poking at it, but going, no, they're they don't do that though. You know what if what if Shaggy breaks his arm? Oh my gosh, like 
um, you know, how would they react to, you know, finding out that there's phantoms? It's a lot of playing with the two ideas of going, um, here are two shows that at their core are kind of very similar, but in fact, uh, they have much different tones and, um, it's almost kind of a crossover where they show how, uh, the tones don't work. You know what I mean? They're almost kind of like, Hey, this, this wouldn't work as a, you know, kind of a crossover, but it, I mean, it's, so is the crossover again, I mean, it, you know, let's talk about that. Like it's, it's, have I explained the whole episode? I don't know if I really explained it all. It's, you know, essentially that's it. Then they go back into the real world and, and everything's happy, um, with that. So yeah, I think I've, I think I've explained it uh, pretty well, hopefully. So, um, is it a good, uh, crossover? Uh, I think it is. I think it's fun. Um, I think it's fun. It's fun having, uh, you know, sometimes they do like parodies, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, oh, we're going to do a Scooby-Doo episode, but then they don't like, then it's like, oh, this is our dog. Uh, or this is like our, our, our pet bird named, uh, Cuckoo, Cuckoo and and it's supposed to be a like parody of Scooby Doo, but it's not. It's and so it's nice to have the actual characters of Scooby Doo there. There, you know, you, the, you hear the voices. Um, you you see how they would react into this certain circumstances. I like to think that this is not canon um, in my own head canon because um, to have the characters freak out like they did. Um, really disturbed me, really put a, uh, you know, was an impact on my life there for a few seconds. Uh, so it's an interesting crossover. It's a fun one. Supernatural is, is, is one to, to take a lot of risks every now and then. And I, and I do enjoy the show, uh, for the amount that I have uh, watched it, which is a bit, not too much, not as much as certainly other people who are uh, addicted to this show. I hope I um I hope that uh, I did it justice by explaining it. Um let me know what your if you've watched this episode. It's I believe it's on Netflix. If you want to watch, uh, feel free to uh email us at stephenmaynut at gmail.com and sort of give us your uh, opinion on the episode, what you think of of it as a crossover. Um I'll, I'll read your answers on the next week's episode. We could talk about it a little bit more. Um, I think this is going to be, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be a short episode or a long episode in comparison to other episodes, cause this is the first episode. So we're, we're kind of playing it by ear and we'll see how this goes. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, and I will see you next week. Stay sober, everyone. Crossover. How do you think that sounds? That works.